Hey. Hey, and hello, everyone. Welcome back to the third episode of Kobe and the King. King is in the building. Today, we're just going to talk about the first game of the first round of the playoffs, and we're going to try guessing who's going to take game two. Sounds good. We're going to talk about uh, the fact that we were 5 1 in the first round. Yes, we are. Our credentials are very good. Extremely good. Who we lose? The uh, Utah game? Uh, no, the, the Warriors. We had them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my bad, my bad. Yeah, the play in the play in now there. Warriors. Mm-hmm. So basically, summarize what's going to happen today is we're going to go over the past game of everybody who played in the playoffs in the first <clears> round <throat> and then try to guess who's going to win that game two. So, we're going to start in the Western Conference decks. I think that's the better conference, so why not? Yeah. But, so, we got the one seed Utah Jazz versus Memphis. Now, Memphis upset them in game one. They did. They all played them. They did. They just played better basketball. But, um, it was 109 to 112. Uh, Utah beat them in rebounding and assist. I find it kind of interesting. Jump, It's a different beast, though. That kid. And we had we had Dylan Brooks for Memphis, who had 31 points, seven rebounds, and two assists. Yeah, that's huge. That's huge having that second guy. Yeah. Arguably, he's the first. <laughs> he dropped 31. That's pretty good. Uh, I don't. Did you know what uh, Morant had that game? 34, 39. I think it was 34. I could be. I could be wrong. 34, 39. One of those two. Oh, he had 26. What? I was way off. <laughs> Just Which, a bit. Oh, maybe that was the uh, Golden State game, I'm thinking of. Yeah, probably. But he, had, he had 26 in that game. Yeah, I was thinking of the other game. My bad. And Bogdan Bogdanovich was the highest scorer for the Utah Jazz. That's tough. That can't be your uh, road to victory moving forward. Uh, he had twenty nine, and he he played. He was a good player back in Indiana. Yeah, I'm not saying he's bad. He's just not. It's not a guy. He's not. He's not a guy that's going to lead a team to a championship. So, uh, so what do you think is going to happen in the second game? I think more same. I think it's a toss up. I'm not saying Utah's. Not possible they can win, but another thing is Donovan Mitchell did not play. Yeah, that that's huge too. I mean, that's but he, he is coming back for game two. Yeah, because there was rumor he was going to play in that first game, and the coach told him no. Coach told him no. He was very upset about that. I bet he was. I'm sure he gave coach an earful. <laughs> so I think maybe Donovan Mitchell comes back. I think they take the series. I think they're fine once he comes back. They're, they're good. Yeah, probably. And, you know, big adjustments. This is why I like the NBA playoffs, because the adjustments between games. Exactly. It's just different every game. One team can win one and then lose the rest. Exactly. Yeah, one game doesn't suffer. People don't understand the coaching staff, what they go through, and what their game plans are. Yeah. Oh, it's, it goes game to game, too. You know. Yep. Adjustments, and then you're gonna make adjustments to your adjustments. I mean, it really goes half, half to half. Yeah, yeah. You can watch. Well, 
I'll talk about that later because I have a team of mine to talk about that with. But let's uh let's move on. We're, we got the LA Clippers and the Dallas Mavericks. Now I think this is a very interesting series. I actually think the Mavericks are going to take the series. I still got faith in the. I still say the Clippers are better. Better. I think I think they. I don't know. I just I'm not sold on Kawhi Leonard and or Paul George. No, they. I mean, quite Leonard. I mean, I'm kind of sold on him. He is what he is. Or this thing. Paul George, I, yeah. I, he's got that question mark. Like and plus, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just saying, he's got that question mark until he gets it done. Where, you know, uh, Leonard. And where he's not to think that he won't do it again. But um, Paul George only had 23 points game one. Yeah, tough game. Yeah. And looking at it, they don't really have somebody past those two guys. Like, let's be honest. No, but I mean, that's a lot of teams. Yeah. You know, you're at your two. And it comes out of the bench and that's fun playoffs. You know, the, the main scorers on both teams are probably going to score what they score. And then it comes down to the, you know, the four, the five, the six, and the seven. What are they... And since we're talking about the Mavericks, uh, number and pe- just players not living up. Kristaps, can we agree? Kristaps Porzingis doesn't live up to his name. Yeah, what do you have in the first game? Fourteen. Fourteen. There's four other guys who scored more than him on the Mavericks. Yeah, I think he plays his role though. I think like that's. I don't think anybody expects him to come out and drop thirty. Nobody on that team, anyways. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's that's Lucas' team. They're gonna live and die by Lucas. That's true. What? Uh, Luca played amazing. He played phenomenal. What do you have in the first game? Thirty-one points, ten rebounds, eleven assists. Yes. So he did his part. Yeah. I don't know much about Dallas. Like anybody past Luca. Uh, they're pretty solid. They got shooters. Yeah. Big men. I don't know who they are, though. I figured they got decent players. But... Not because they're not yeah. good. Dallas. Right, yeah. They got Willie Collarstein. He's not really good, though. Uh, they got Jalen Brunson. He's pretty decent. And then they got Dorian Finney-Smith, who's pretty good. And Timmy Hardaway. Oh, yeah. It doesn't help that Clippers shot like absolute garbage. Looking at the stats now from that first game, 44% from the field, only 27, 28% from three. Now, do you think that changes everything? If, oh, yeah. Tell, Clippers are not a 28% three-point shooting team there. Right. I'm pretty sure they're up there pretty high in the league. So, Making it that three-pointer is <laughs> the difference in most games. Yeah, true. People defense all they want, but... You can play great defense if you're not making shots. Guess what? We'll bring this up later when we get to Eastern Conference, but Miami Heat made 23s and still lost. Did what now? Miami Heat made 23s and still lost. What was their percentage? Um, Got 70. That's (laughs) that's bad. A good total, but... I'll just bring it up real quick so that... They shot 40% from three. That's pretty good. 
Yeah, May 20. What does the other team shoot? Uh, I'm not sure. We'll, we'll bring it up when we get over to the... Uh... Yeah, the Clippers are number one in the league. 41%. Shot 27%. Yeah, that's crazy. Just to put it in perspective, the worst team in the league in the regular season was Cleveland at 33.6%. So... <laughs> That's horrible. That's horrible shooting. Yeah, I don't think the Clippers are going to shoot 27% every game. Yeah. So, I think Clippers win game two. Oh, yeah. Oh, do we, do we agree Utah's winning game two? Uh, yeah, if Mitchell's back, then yes. Yeah. And then, yeah. Do, do you think Clippers will win game two? I do. I don't think they're going to shoot that terrible again. Oh, and just so everyone knows, Utah plays their next game uh, on... Wednesday and Clippers play their next game tomorrow. Just so, so we are. All right, so that brings us to our next one. My super biased, just I, I'm my whole opinion is biased on this, and that is Denver versus Portland. Uh, I'm taking Portland game two. Everyone, if you listen to the podcast over two, you already know why. Yeah, I I don't see Denver winning a game of that. Apparently, either. It's a I just, I don't see it. I don't think they have the, the firepower that Portland does. Dude, I'm definitely going to agree with you on that. Well, they have 30, 34. We shot 47.5% from three. Made 19. And we only turned the ball over six times. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, Dillard had, Dillard. <laughs> Lillard had 34. The Joker had 34. So, see, the top two guys wiped each other out. That, that was basically. Yeah. It comes down to the other guys, really. I never, never shot 50% from the field. They only shot 30% from three. Yeah. And, and Portland shot 48% from three. Like, that's. Yeah, we had six guys in double figures. Yeah, that's, that's the difference in the game. There's just too much firepower. Yeah, they only had they only had four. So you take out Joker and you take out Lillard. You know who's got stronger roster? That, that Portland. Yeah, you can't have Facundo Campazzo being your fifth highest scorer with eight. Facundo Campazzo. Facundo Campazzo. Yeah, exactly. Who now? Your starting point guard. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, that's the one that was going to lock up Dane, right? Yeah. How'd that, that work out? Well, I mean, he shot 42% from three with 34 points, so. <laughs> nine for nine from the free throw. Yeah. I think he got this all in the first half. This is weird. For a little bit, they are just hacking, hacking it really bad. They're, they're seeing how that would work out. Huh? Yeah. Oh, another interesting stat I want to bring up is Joker averages like eight to nine assists per game. And... We held him to one, and Terry Stotts is the Portland Trailblazers head coach. His game plan was to not let Joker get people involved. So they're allowing him to get the basketball, but then they're playing tight on everybody else. What have I always told you? Let, let, let the main guy do his, you know, cover the basketball. Don't try to him. You got to stop the other guys. Right, exactly. You look at uh, the big three from Brooklyn, they scored, they combined to score 82. Well, that wouldn't have, that wouldn't have won the game. No. So, if you eliminate the other four guys, or, or shut them down, you know, which is a lot easier to do. <laughs> it's a lot easier to shut everybody else down than it is just to shut Joker down. 
Yeah, exactly. He's been going about it the wrong way. They're always trying to shut down the best player. Hey, put your best guy on him, but... Don't make it your whole effort. The Lillers, the Jokers, the, the LeBrons. You guys are going to score, Jack. Man. Wait, is LeBron going to score? <laughs> yeah, LeBron didn't play well at all. No. He's too passive. Yeah. He tries to get people involved too much sometimes. Turn it down. I watched. I was watching the fourth quarter. He turned down, I don't know, two or three wide open shots. He shoots the damn ball. He's a goat. Shoot it. Yeah, but he makes those crazy lucky shots versus the Warriors. <laughs> yeah. I've seen that man shoot a jump shot. There's no way. Like, <laughs> that was, there, there was luck involved with that one. Yeah. You know? I'm telling you, their body language and the look in their eyes said that it was a team that was absolutely lost on on how they want to attack this team. They didn't have answers, at least not at least not in game one. Maybe they'll go back and watch the tape and come up with something. But I mean, that was a team that did not have answers. You could see it in their body language. Well, since we're talking about them already, let's uh, let's jump over to the Phoenix Lakers game. Oh, and everyone, the Portland Nuggets played tonight at ten. Everyone's watching that. Uh, I think horrible performances by both teams, if I'm just being honest, for the Suns-Lakers. I mean, the Suns put up 99 points, and the Lakers put up 90. That's kind of pathetic. Well, you, you, uh, you got to give the Lakers defensive credit. I mean, they're, they're you know, 106, I think, is their average in the season. So, uh, I, mean, I guess. They regularly yeah. teams down. So, you got to give the Lakers defense a little credit. They do have good, decent defense. I mean, as much as I don't like LeBron in the, the league. I'm a fan of one of the best offenses in the league, so it's tough, but well, let's talk about some key stats, I think, in the Phoenix Lakers game. The Lakers, 14 turnovers, Phoenix, 16. That's pretty bad by both teams, actually. Yeah, that's, that's too many turnovers. But both, I'm sure both coaches were talking about that. Today. Um, yeah, probably. And then some other bad stats are the Suns shot 32% from three, and the Lakers shot 27% from three. Terrible-ass perimeter shooting. Yeah. So, what's that? That's 30% combined. It's, I mean, look at their field goal percentage total. I mean, 43 and 46%. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> that was a garbage game by both teams. I don't know looking at the stats. Yeah. And Fair. free throws, 83% from Suns. All right. Still, that's not what I like it. I think 90s. I think that's the yeah. I don't think there's any excuse for a professional basketball player not to be in the 90s. I'll, I'll give them at least 85. You guys, yeah. What are you doing? But then the Lakers at 60. Come on. Terrible. That's absolutely terrible. Yeah. Nobody will talk about that though. 60 percent from three. How many? How many three throws did they shoot? The Lakers. That was 28. Yeah. yeah. I believe right. it was like 28 something. So they went what? 10 for 28 or 12 for 28? Um, well, no, that'd be less. Than oops, 9, 16. 11, 15. They made 17. They went 17 for 20. So they missed 11 and lost by 9. Yeah. That's why you lost the game. Terrible. Ooh, Phoenix only shot 12. Yeah. 28 to 12. They shot 16 more free throws. Yeah, they went 10 for 12 from free throw. Which, I'm, all right, I'm okay with that. 10 for 12 is not bad. 
still, I think it should be 12 for 12 or 11 for 12. But whatever. Yeah, no excuses. No excuses. <laughs> that was an ugly game all around. Turnovers, bad shooting, bad free throw shooting. Your assessment was spot on. Terrible basketball. That's just bad basketball. They, they played bad. Look at that. You, you can't look at the rebounds and say that they did really good, really good rebounding because you look at the shooting, they missed so many shots. Of course, you need more rebounds. You're going to have more opportunities to rebound. It's tough to get a rebound when they make it. Yeah, that's... It's tough to, it's tough to even say who's going to who's gonna win the next game. Cause... I think Phoenix, because they have Devin Booker, and he was the only... I feel like he was the only person that showed up. He had 34 points, shot 42% from three. He played. He played well. We know you have Lakers. High score, eighteen points was a lot. Like, come on. Yeah, you can't imagine that's going to continue. Right. But, I don't know. I think. I think and Phoenix in the long run will have that series. Yeah, I mean, I I fully expect to, for at least one of the two, James or Anthony Davis, to have a lot better game than in the first game. I don't have <laughs> So. That wraps up our Western Conference. We got we got Utah winning. Uh, what would we say, Clippers? I'm going with Clippers. You're going with Utah. No, no, no. That's too, yeah. I, I actually, when you brought up the three point percentage, I would like to change my pick. I think Clippers aren't going to shoot that bad anyways. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think so either. So I'm gonna go Utah. My my four are Utah Clippers, Portland Phoenix. Yeah, I'm just. I don't trust the league. So I don't. I I want Phoenix to win. I think they should win. If I didn't have absolute distrust in the league's uh, fixing of games to make sure that certain players are still in it, just like they fixed the COVID rules for LeBron, so he wasn't suspended for fourteen. Yeah, days. How, how he should be. Whatever it was, ten days, not suspended, but the COVID, whatever. Yeah, he shouldn't have played game one. <laughs> no, if that's any other player, he's not. Karis Lilbert. Karis Lilbert. Yep. Pacers should have been fine. Pacers should have been fine. <laughs> yep. Honestly, it's bullshit. But, and that's, they had to get Westbrook and Beal. That's how I'm picking against them. Not because I believe that they're better, because I believe, <laughs> you know, the league in their back pocket. But that's why Westbrook and Beal are in the playoffs. Like, that's why I can't wait till Silver's gone. Just yeah. Manufacture superstars. I hate it. Did you see what he wants to do next year? He wants to have a tournament in the middle of the season. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. It's so dumb. Yeah. Going over in Europe, but I, I don't care what they do in Europe. They, I, great. Go go to Europe and be the... There's a reason why the best basketball player is playing the NBA. <laughs> exactly. Can we just uh, have eight teams and play the playoffs? Like what? Like it's worked for how long? You know, NASCAR tried doing this stupid shit, changing all the rules. People stopped watching. <laughs> NFL, they, they got to change the rules. You got to do this, they got to do that. And they're, they're ratings that... You know, NFL is just now fixing things. And they're barely... Right, they right. They barely survived. But everything that was broken was because of their own doing. Same thing with NASCAR. You have a great product, leave it alone. <laughs> it's what the people like. And then you got to, well, let's mess with it. Instead of just sitting there being fat and happy... Uh, these guys get too full of themselves. Yep. Too full of themselves. But, uh, so that wraps up West. We got 
jump over to East, where the one seed is Philly and the eight seed is Washington. Let's look at the numbers from game one. See, Washington, uh, sorry, Washington lost by seven. It's 125 to 118. Yeah, it was closer than that, though. Yeah, probably at the end of free throws, I'm guessing. Yeah, Philly kind of pulled away at the end. I well, good shooting by uh, Washington. I'll have to give it to him. Yeah, how about Tobias Harris for uh, Philadelphia? Yeah, he played phenomenal. He probably <laughs> saved, he saved them. Uh, Washington shot 56% from the field, 40 from three, 80 from the free throw line. Well, Sixers shot 49 from the field, 31% from three, and 70% from the free throw line. <laughs> yeah, Tobias Harris with a huge game with 37. Joel Embiid also had 30, so. I like that. It's being so. so- uh, ben Simmons had six points. However, he had 15 rebounds and 15 assists. Yeah, well, I mean, you had two other guys going to work there, Harris. So, also one of my favorite players in the league, Seth Curry, had 15 for the Sixers. Yeah, and he played well. He had some big shots. He he had some big shots in the fourth quarter too. He was on the bench, and uh, Washington was making a run, and he came out and banged. I think he had two in a row, uh, two point jump shots actually. Like you would imagine, but it was kind of clutch and kind of spread the lead back out there. Yeah. Washington was coming fast. And then Bradley Beal, you know, he did his well, 33 points, 10 rebounds, 6 assists. Yeah. Washington shot and ball great, though. Yeah. Yeah, they did. They, have, they always have a chance they should ball good. They're a good shooting team. Oh, yeah. 80% from free throw. 76 or 69%. That's. That's absolutely pathetic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a free throw line. That's a professional basketball player. You're not being guarded. What? I always want to know what these guys do during your off time. It's obvious they don't work on free throws. It's, yeah. it's maddening to me that professional basketball players shoot that low a percentage. That's it's terrible. Get in gym, work on your free throws. The love of Christ. So, uh, to wrap up that series, who do you think wins game two? Uh, still a toss-up for me. I mean, I think in the end, the six are going are gonna, to are gonna take the series. But I... Hard to say. It's hard. I mean, look at how well Washington shot compared to how terrible Philadelphia shot. Well, not terrible. Terrible from the three-point line, but yeah, the lost. So, Those are turnovers. Uh, Bradley Beal and uh, Westbrook both had six turnovers. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. Sloppy. You can't have that. Sixteen. That's sixteen possessions when you didn't get a shot out. Exactly. That's terrible. So when you look at it, seventy-sixers got five more possessions. Yeah, because that's where they win. Yeah. Where they win by seven. They only had the score on. Form. Yeah. Five more possession. Yeah. Yep. shot every possession. Exactly. You know, if it's a bad shot, it's better. Uh, um, 
Let's see. Okay, so the next is the New York Knicks versus Atlanta. That was a good game. Yeah, it was. Um, any, notable, any stats that you can take from that game? Um, I just thought it was a good game all around. Talking to some Knicks fans who watched them more than I have, they they weren't very happy with the defense. Getting like they, you know, gave up a lot of easy stuff in the beginning, and then they kind of tightened it up there after halftime, which is a sign of a good coach. Yeah, adjustments were made. So uh, I think I think Knicks are taking game two. I'm already gonna say it. I just think Julius Randle yeah. didn't play that well. I think he doesn't do that twice. Next thing, neither neither team shot the three well. What were their percentages? Uh, thirty-five for Atlanta, thirty-three for New York. Uh, so I feel like game two is just a crapshoot of who plays better again. <laughs> yeah. New York's New York's second best three-point shooting team in the league, thirty-nine percent. Yeah, that's that's pretty solid. Atlanta's twelve. Although I just want to throw in there, as a child, I would never guess the New York Knicks and Atlanta Hawks be facing in the four and five season. <laughs> yeah, it just seems weird now. Yeah. Atlanta protected the ball well, six six to eleven. They only turned it over six times. Oh, that's nice. Riding a bike should be a really fun experience. Hey, no, no sponsors, no sponsors. But <laughs> it started playing the video. I don't know why. So, uh, would you? Would you take Atlanta winning game two? Do you think they can pull it off again? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised, but I just, I think the next step, I like the next coaching staff. Right. I like it. I think, I think they'll, they'll make better adjustments than Atlanta's. Yeah, I can see that too. And that's where uh, Indiana's old coach is, right? In Atlanta? Yeah, that's, yep. They, yeah. No yeah, so you talk about players and <laughs> don't gonna have a good track record in the, in the playoffs. So he, he's right there with in the same category. Yeah, that's true. Only Pacers team that you take to the playoffs and get out coached. But just just on the next coaching staff, I'm gonna I'm gonna ride with the next game too. So we're gonna take my knickers. Uh, and then I think I think this the next series that we're about to talk about is going to be one of the best series, and that's Milwaukee versus Miami, just because of the way they match up with each other. Yeah, that's what, that's what we said since the beginning. Yeah. You can series. I, I think Milwaukee wins, but I think Miami's going to play just like they did in the first game. They're going to hang around, they're going to hang around, they're going to hang around, and then at the end, they're going to be right there. Yeah, exactly. I think I think the same thing. You're going to have to play down the stretch to beat them. But Jimmy Butler did not. He did not play well down the stretch. He only had 17 points. Yeah, and down the stretch, he was... Also, the Milwaukee Bucks shot 16% from three. That's... Wow. I don't know how they want to make... That is absolutely garb. Yeah. And in the end, Miami made 23s and still lost to a team that shot 16%. Where did they get all their points? In the paint. You got Giannis and Chris Middleton. Both guys like the mid-range and inside the paint. They're just going to eat you up. 
Yeah, I mean, Milwaukee shot 44% from, from the field. Miami only shot 36%. Yeah. But geez, you usually don't see that huge discrepancy in three points and see that team win the game. That's yeah. Let's see, the Bucks made three four. They made five threes. What was the free throw discrepancy? Uh, second. Wow. The Bucks shot 33 free throws. And what about the Miami? Uh, 19. So that's 14 free throws. Wow. Yeah, that's that's a huge discrepancy. Yeah. And 20, 20 points off of free throws. 20. So that means they only scored, they only scored 89. Yeah. I mean, Miami got 15, so. Jeez. 33 free throws to 19. I didn't watch the game, but there's a lot of free throws. So either it could have been really bad refing, it could have been biased refing, it could have been the NBA refs, or the Bucks also could have been like, we are shooting really bad from three. Maybe we're just packing the paint and just keep going, going. <laughs> Maybe that's what they're doing, but I never know. I didn't watch the game, and I don't know how it would be. And, NBA sus, so. Yes, they are. So I'd have to watch that game to figure out which one that was. Miami took 19 more threes than uh, the Bucks. 50. They took 50, the Bucks took 31. And the Miami actually shot three more times. That's big. Yeah, Miami got up. Got up 99 shots. Bucks got up 96. That's nine more points that you could have scored. Yeah. So, uh, who would you take winning game two? Uh, probably Milwaukee. I mean, I think, like I said, Miami's going to be right there in every game. But if. Milwaukee continues to be smart in end-of-game situations to give them the ball to uh, Middleton over Giannis. Then I think they're going to win. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree Fox. Because all season they had been going to Giannis in those isolation last-minute situations. And it's not his moment. Yeah. He does. And they just kept doing it, kept doing it, kept doing it. I'm like, if they do that in the playoffs, that's, he's not an ISO player. Right. Middleton is. So this brings us to our last game, the last thing to talk about, and that is the Brooklyn Nets versus Boston. Yeah, too much firepower. I, that's not it's Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we said that in the last podcast. So. I love Jason Tatum. I hope I hope he succeeds. But they, uh, that Boston team's hurt, and we just need one more piece to put next to Jason Tatum. Yeah, you one guy. You can't do it with one guy. It's no, not gonna happen. No, no, no players done it by himself. I don't care what he says. So, I, mean, I don't think we got to look at the stats to big pick Nets. I think Brooklyn is just the better team all yeah. around. And all you got to say is they have Kevin Durant. So, like... <laughs> right, before you see even have Kevin Durant's the best scorer in the league. Not even a question about it. Yeah, that's dude. I feel like you score. You don't stop Kevin Durant. You just miss his shots. There's no. 
<laughs> no, I locked him up. No, you didn't. He missed the shot. <laughs> Again, more terrible shooting. Holy cow. Brooklyn, 23% from three guard range. That's insane. Absolutely garbage. Do the, uh, I can scroll down right now. My, my laptop's being stupid slow. Did you want me to look at the free throws, right? Yeah, I, I just clicked. Uh, it came up pretty quick. Let's see. Free throws. 20 for 26. And that's actually 26 for 29. Wow, look at that. A team with a respectable free throw percentage. Yeah. Pretty sad. Yeah, you know what? Both games are kind of close. Both teams are close to free throws, so. Yeah. So, again, Boston, 76, 77%. Jeez. Like, that's... Not terrible, but I just professional basketball players, seventy percent for a, a shot that's uncontested. Yeah, that's just the Nets are like right where I like to see teams. They are over ninety percent. I think that that should be league average. Yeah, <laughs> should. You're professional, professional basketball players. You get paid to do this to take a free shot. I feel like making a free shot. <laughs> I mean, like, Something you're McDonald's, like the, the window person, right? If they missed, if they only shot 70% shooting the, the food out the window and handing it to people. Right. Imagine how much food they're dropping. That's a lot of food. How are you not doing that? At least I'm not. They're there. I get it. You know, shit happens. But how did you, how did you drop that money? Right. We're putting somebody else at the window. Exactly. That's how it should be the NBA. Free shots. Not even defended. Right. So uh, to recap, we're we're gonna have going back to the West here. We're gonna have Utah tying the series a one-one. We're in the Clippers tying the series one-one. We're gonna have Portland taking a two-game advantage, and we're gonna have Phoenix taking a two-game advantage. And then we're also saying Philly's gonna take the two-game advantage, but that is a close one because Washington can shoot. And then we pick the Knicks, but anything can happen. If the Knicks do win, that'd be a one-one. Oh, if the, Sixers, if the Sixers win, like we said, then it'll be a 2-0. And then we picked Milwaukee just because they shot bad. We don't think they're going to happen twice. So that's going to be a 2-0 lead for them. And then we picked Brooklyn winning again just because it's firepower and another 2-0. Yep. So you heard it here, folks. What's our record again right now, Dan? We were 5-1 and one in the play-in. 5 and play-in. Uh, we did. We, we didn't really pick for the first round for the first game. No, we didn't. We picked, you know, the, the winner of the. Yeah, and we just talked about the first round, but. Yeah, the winner of the series. I mean, all, all our teams are on track, other than uh, Memphis, Utah. Yeah. Which, which I don't see. I don't know. I don't see that continuing, but they've been a nice story. But we'll see. So for anyone listening, we will keep track of our record for credentials, and uh, we'll probably do another podcast maybe Thursday night, because that would be the end of the uh, game twos, and then we'll talk about game three. Does that sound good? Yeah, sounds good. All right, buddy, you heard it here first. Kobe and the King are out. King out.